0: It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now! I'm starving! On the Fantasy Feast Eatin' Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby! It is the Fantasy Feast Eatin' Podcast presented by FantasyPoints.com. Just make sure you use that code FEAST when you go over there so that they know we sent you from the Fantasy Feast podcast with Joe Dolan. Use the code Feast. That's the key. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. This is the show that's so nice. We do it twice. We do the Thursday night game and all the Sunday ones in about a 35 minute package. Then we try to get to the late games and the Thursday nighter, the Monday nighter, I should say, and Sunday nighter in a 25 minute package for you. It should add up to about an hour if we're doing it right. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL across the board on social media we are at Ross Tucker pod and we are available on youtube youtube.com slash ross Tucker NFL he's Joe Dolan he's one of the owners and studs rock stars over at fantasypoints.com where you will use your code feast to go ahead and make sure that you are able to win your fantasy league you're close, You see that little bit of an edge to push you over the top or DFS strategy or whatever. They got it all over there at FG underscore Dolan. Joe, let's start with the Chargers and the Broncos. Justin Herbert, what is he since he's been starting? QB what? No, he's not.
1: Number one. Is he really? Number one. It's wow. at least, uh, let, let me let me make sure of that because he's been freaking awesome. Let me. I am literally going to go in right now and look at his. Uh, it's not in total points, by the way, because um because he had a buy in there, but his numbers have been outrageous. Ross, you've done the college draft podcast. I saw you had a contest with our man Fran Duffy. You do the college draft podcast. We talk about daddy sodas all the time. How uh, Justin Herbert? I know he he had he had a lot of daddy soda talent. Okay. I don't think you gave him this many daddy sodas. I mean, no. this guy has been unbelievable. I, I, I
0: didn't think he'd be this good at all. It's very impressive. Yeah. Very so
1: um, I think he's probably played better than you anticipate. But also, it seems he's very—he's quite able to handle mentally, mentally the uh, the, uh, the 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 aspect of the game, the quarterback that better than I think he ever showed in Oregon. And that's just good coaching. You have to give—you have to give the coaching to uh, Anthony Lynn, Shane Steichen, Pep Hamilton. These guys have been unbelievable. So I am filtering out uh, every game except week number one. And uh, in in fantasy points per game, okay, Justin Herbert is fourth behind Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, and Kyler Murray. Obviously, Dak Prescott is uh, out for the season. Wilson and Murray just had that ridiculous game on Sunday night, which puts them up the board. And and, uh, so – we're looking at Justin Herbert as a guy who's been an elite fantasy quarterback. Keenan Allen's been an elite fantasy wide receiver. And, like, look at some of the guys he's throwing to. Parham, Guyton, Virgil Green catching touchdowns. No, you're a big Parham guy, Ross. So, I mean, I think there's uh, he's doing it with, with the stars. Mike Williams did not have a good game. I mean, but this is a guy who scored more fantasy points than Patrick Mahomes, more fantasy points than Ryan Tannehill, more fantasy points than Lamar Jackson. He scored more fantasy points than Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he is kicking everybody's ass out there. Uh, Way to go, Justin Herbert. Um, Denver got smoked last week. Um, The defense just has so many injuries. They just lost uh, a a key defensive tackle. I mean, I I think the Chargers – I'm shocked by how much they've come out throwing the football. They can probably run it a little bit more this week against Denver with Kelly and uh, and and Justin Jackson. But Justin Herbert's QB1. Keenan Allen's a wide receiver one. Hunter Henry, I mean, I, it, it's unfortunate. He has one touchdown this year. Parm! The backup tight end has two catches, and both of them were touchdowns. Uh, but um, Virgil Green's injured, so Hunter Henry's a tight end one. Mike Williams is a wide receiver three. You can use Kelly and Jackson as low-end RB2s. But, I mean, I am stunned by how much uh, Justin Herbert has unlocked this offense.
0: What about uh, Denver on the other side? I'm telling you, Philip Lindsay's good. He just can't stay healthy.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the concussion. I mean, he takes a shot to the head. I mean, I feel bad about that. Um, He's a really good player. Melvin Gordon fumbled twice last week, including an awful play on a flea flicker. He flicked it over uh, it wasn't a flea flicker. It was a, 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 a it was a gigantic beetle flicker because he flicked it over the head of uh, of 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 uh, Drew Locke, who did not play well last week. By the way, Drew Locke now um, has put together a couple of. Uh, not so great performances lately. We'll see about Philip Lindsay's status because I think if he's healthy, they're going to give him the ball more because Gordon fumbled twice last week. And Vic Fangio does not seem to me to be the type of guy who really likes when his running backs fumble. So keep an eye on that status. The problem is Drew Locke has struggled. What, Jerry Judy is a ghost. He had just two catches in that game against Kansas City. Um, he's a wide receiver four at this point. Tim Patrick got dinged up in that game. Um, Noah offense back from injury. Um, It's just a really bad offense for fantasy right now.
0: Moving on. Niners, Seahawks. Looking forward to this one. Niners feel like they're getting it going a little bit, Joe, but now they lose another running back.
1: They lose Jeff Wilson, and I apologize. I mean, I'm sure I said on last week's podcast, Jarek McKinnon's been an RB1 when uh, when Raheem Mostert's been out. Well, they come out, and Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson's running like a freaking build out there uh, uh, last week against the Patriots, and, and I don't know how we were going to anticipate that. He was questionable for that game, by the way. So I don't know how we were supposed to anticipate that, but he has a high ankle sprain, so he's on IR. They might get Tevin Coleman back this week, though. So that throws another wrench into that uh, San Francisco backfield. But you anticipate that they're going to run the football because, A, they're really good at it. B, Debo Samuel's out for a couple of weeks. So you look at that and realize, hmm, after, after Kyle Shanahan's comments, he kept getting asked, what's up with McKinnon? Why isn't McKinnon getting the football? Well, uh, he, give, he gives this kind of wishy-washy answer, but he says, you know, he had the big early season workload, and we don't want him to get too worn out. I think I remember uh, the Chiefs saying something similar about LaShawn McCoy last year, and then he was like a healthy scratch for the Super Bowl. So I I, I kind of look at the look on that skeptically. But I would not be shocked if Jarek McKinnon gets 15 touches in this game, all things considered. Just feed him after after these running backs, you know, are getting hurt. Jamichael Hasty looks good as well, so he's somebody you can consider. But I I think both McKinnon and Jermichael Hasty are flex options. I really like Brandon Ayuk as a wide receiver too this week. Who else are they throwing the ball to? Um, he's gonna be very popular for DFS, by the way, is Brandon Ayuk because of this Seahawk matchup. Um And George Kittle is going to be very busy in this game as well. I like Jimmy Garoppolo quite a bit too, but you have to look at the fact that these wide receivers are thin following the injury, the hamstring this time to Debo Samuel.
0: Okay, then what about for Seattle on the other side?
1: Uh, start them all. I, I, I mean, DK Metcalf, Isn't it amazing that in the year where DK Metcalf has been one of the big breakout fantasy stars, his most impressive play is essentially a defensive play. Mm-hmm. Um, as uh, I saw some one of his teammates call him a young greyhound on Twitter, and as somebody who has two greyhounds, who you might have seen on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, uh, I, the description was apt. Um, that that was phenomenal. Um, Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, picking. I finally Ross finally picked the right one for DFS. Uh, Tyler Lockett won me a lot of money last week. So thank you to Tyler Lockett. Uh, uh, Russell Wilson, QB1, Metcalf and Lockett, wide receiver ones in this matchup. Doesn't look like Richard Sherman's going to be back. Um, but the, the, the area where you're really focusing is on the backfield. Chris Carson's probably going to miss the game with a midfoot sprain. Carlos Hyde leaves with a mild hamstring strain. And while it's mild, hamstrings can linger. That's problematic. So keep an eye on that. Travis Homer has a knee bruise. So that's problematic. It is possible, if not likely, but possible that rookie DJ Dallas out of Miami is the lead back for Seattle this week. You have to keep an eye on this backfield. It's going to, it's going to color a lot of lineup decisions and certainly a lot of DFS decisions.
0: It's a good point. We play uh, both those over at DraftKings. As you know, Joe, DraftKings is celebrating the showdown in Happy Valley, Joe, with your Penn State Nittany Lions. The lines 2-0. All all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when placing a bet on either Ohio State or Penn State. Additionally, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. On top of those great sign-up offers, DraftKings offers great odds boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code ROSS when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Either pick Penn State or Ohio State, bet $1 on them and cash $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code ROSS during sign-up. Limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey or PA only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match. Each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Joe. Next up on the docket, we've got the Saints. And the Bears, who not only can't move the football at all, but now Allen Robinson's in the concussion program. Oh,
1: it's so bad. And and uh, Ross, I Nick Foles is one of those those players I think we're always going to have a complicated relationship with because you look at the games that Nick played in the playoffs for Philadelphia in 2017 um, against Minnesota and and of course in the Super Bowl against New England, and you're like. Good Lord, if if Patrick Mahomes played those games, we'd be hearing about them forever because they were flawless, literally flawless performances. Um, but he just continues to show when he gets an opportunity to be a starting quarterback that this crap continues to happen. His numbers across the board are actually worse than Trubisky's. Um, you wonder if Chicago's going to make the switch back. I I still think they probably rally around Nick a little bit more. Um, This was their first loss with Nick in the lineup, but Foles is just not very good right now, and if he doesn't have Allen Robinson, who does he have? Darnell Mooney, the rookie, has been pretty impressive. Um, They they don't have a a sustaining element of the run game. According to Football Outsiders, uh, adjusted line yards. Only the Cowboys running backs are averaging fewer yards adjusted for what their line is blocking for them than the bears david montgomery is not very good right now that line has been a little bit better than you might expect at least by that metric. trick i'm not trying to tell you it's good but it, but it's been a, bit, a little bit better and not having a run game not having a receiver outside of robinson that they can really focus on and frankly having a quarterback in fulls who is is not throwing the ball very well at all, is really hurting this offense. That being said, this Saints defense has been a really big problem for them. How about that massive coverage bust on the DJ Moore touchdown? I mean, they've been playing more zone. I know Marshawn Lattimore has been out there complaining about that, like, why are we doing this? Like, But they, they seem to have uh, – Dennis Allen seems to have a reason they're playing more zone. Hasn't really been working. Um, but it's hard to back anybody – really, in this bear offense outside of maybe Jimmy Graham um, or Darnell Mooney as a flyer if if uh, Allen Robinson can't play in this game.
0: Um, on the other side for the Saints, I guess this is now the week Michael Thomas comes back? Joe, I don't know. Sean Payton's not.
1: Uh, is it? I mean, it's a hamstring. He, I don't know. It, it's It's almost starting to look like a – it's almost starting to look like a a uh, uh, lost season for Michael Thomas. That the, the trade rumors pop up. By the way, not going to happen. They'd have to eat a ton of dead money um, to trade him. But like he punched a teammate. Uh, what's going on there in New Orleans? As a matter, Emmanuel Sanders still on the COVID list as of recording this. Um, I had I had New Orleans. I wrote a column this week as a destination for AJ Green. Go get somebody who can help you out there. Um, Breeze is playing pretty well, and Alvin Kamara is having an offensive player of the year level season. Um, but it, it, it's, it's kind of crappy otherwise for the New Orleans Saints. It, this could be a low-scoring, like 23-16 kind of slugfest. Uh, we saw the Bears. They got after Jared Goff last week. The Saints and the Rams kind of, I view them as kind of similar offensively right now. Just teams that you think should be scoring more points than they are, but they're, they're struggling to do so. Uh, keep an eye on the status of Michael Thomas, but this does not look like an appealing fantasy game to me.
0: Well, speaking of that, Joe, that was pretty good timing because now we've got the Dallas Cowboys, at least offensively, Um, against the Philadelphia Eagles. It's a Wednesday. We record both parts on Wednesday, part one and part two of the Fantasy Feast podcast. Andy Dalton not going to practice today. I, I, I have to consider it unlikely that he plays Sunday night. Yeah. Which what a horrible like hit. And the era might be starting in Dallas.
1: The Nucci! Ross, maybe he will be like the last NFL quarterback who couldn't beat out an inferior player at Pitt and become Joe Flacco. Um, I don't know how likely that is, but the Nucci ended up at James Madison. Ross, you love you love your FCS football. This could be James Madison versus North Dakota State on Sunday Night Football. I saw
0: that. I saw that. I yeah. saw your tweet,
1: Joe. I got it. I, you I love, love your it. FCS ball, man. It There's no gonna FCS, FCS. It is going to be that.
0: And those are two of, like, the top five FCS programs.
1: I don't know how you can trust anybody on Dallas right now. CeeDee Lamb, goose egg. Michael Gallup, goose egg. Amari Cooper. He's going to see Darius Slay. Slay has done a great job on Cooper in his career. You would anticipate Jim Schwartz is going to have Slay follow Cooper. Ezekiel Elliott is a disaster right now. Fumbles, drop passes. Uh, I mean, you play Zeke, and, and and you just hope he gets the ball. You would think Dallas is going to run the football. The offensive line for Dallas is terrible. A seventh round rookie making his first career start in Philadelphia. Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable how this team looked like it was going to become a, be, be an all-time great fantasy team before Dak Prescott's injury. You combine Prescott's injury with the offensive line woes, and now they're, they're a team you don't even want to use anybody. I've never seen a change like this in such a short period of time.
0: Meanwhile, on the other side, the Eagles, somebody just needs to tell uh, Carson Wentz that the whole game is, is the last five minutes or the fourth I mean, quarter.
1: He's he's competitive as hell, isn't he? (laughs) I mean, he he does some dumb stuff, but man, he's fun to watch. And uh, he the one thing is, Ross, the decision making is still problematic for Wentz. that interception was atrocious um, that he threw, uh, I I believe was intended for full. What do you say
0: about that? Because I still think he was just trying to throw it away.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll go and see if I can find a quote, and I'll, and I'll, uh, I'll relay it on Twitter later this week. Yeah, I mean, maybe he was trying to throw it away, and he just didn't get it far enough out of bounds. It well, it was, frankly, it was a good play by James Bradbury. So, like, you, you, you give credit where it's due. The decision making is still a problem for Wentz. The, the the thing that's, that's helped, though, Ross, is the accuracy is so much better than it was the first three weeks of the season. And you're starting to see that he trusts some of these receivers, and he doesn't care what their names are. Fulgham, Ward, Richard Rogers Dick Rod, uh, who, by the way, last week had more receiving yards than Zach Ertz has had all, all season, um, in a game all season, rather. Um, and also, big reports out of Philadelphia uh, so we record this on Wednesday. Jason Peters is practicing, has a chance to play this week. The the Eagles are not saying whether they're going to play him at guard or tackle. They'd be nuts to play him at tackle. Get, they need to get Jordan Mailata every single rep he can get uh, and build for 2021. But play him at right guard, move Herbig to left guard, and solidify that offensive line up front. Lane Johnson uh, is dinged up as well. He's a game-time, uh, looking at least like he'll be questionable or a game-time decision. But a couple of key guys are returning to practice this week for the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. No word on Miles Sanders. It looks like he's going to miss. Um, they, they do have a bye next week. But Dallas Goddard is returning to practice this week, probably leaning more towards him being back week 10. But it looks like Jalen Rager has a good shot to play. And if you're out there and you're looking for your on your waiver wire, go get Jalen Rager now. Um, because with Deshaun Jackson getting hurt on that cheap shot, suffering the high ankle sprain. They're, they need somebody who's going to run down the field. John Hightower, they've been using him in that role. My anticipation is Jalen Rager usurps most, if not all, of John Hightower's snaps. He'll be the Z receiver alongside Travis Fulgham's X. But Carson Wentz, the last three weeks, is the overall quarterback two for fantasy. This is a great matchup. You play him. You play Fulgham. I'll even take a shot on Jalen Rager in this game. You can play them all. Boston Scott. Dallas' defense still sucks, and they traded Everson Griffin this week. They are in fire sale mode, as they well should be.
0: Bucks Giants. Bucks have Antonio Brown now, Joe. What does it mean? They're already having a tough time getting Mike Evans the ball.
1: Uh, well, Antonio Brown's not going to play this week, nor is Chris Godwin. So you would think Mike Evans gets a gets a good matchup. Uh, this week, uh, they should be moving him into the slot to avoid James Bradbury. And Bradbury knows Evans well from his time with Carolina. So I would hope that they move him into the slot to avoid Bradbury this week. You're going to see a lot of Scotty Miller uh, in, in lineups this week with the injuries and Antonio Brown not able to play. So I think Evans is a wide receiver, two this week. He needs to come through this week. Scotty Miller is a wide receiver, three. Gronk is a tight end one right now. I mean, Brady is trusting him. I wouldn't be shocked if he's, like, their de facto number one receiver this week. So Gronk is a tight end one in the backfield. I mean, Ronald Jones runs for 100 yards in three consecutive games. I am not a Rojo truther, and I'm like, you got to play him. Fortunately, he gets in the end zone. Ross Ronald Jones has tennis rackets for hands. I mean, he cannot catch the football. Bruce Arians comes out and says, quite matter-of-factly this week, Leonard Fournette is our, quote, nickel running back, meaning he plays on third downs. Leonard Fournette is going to get the calorie-rich touches on third downs. I think Jones can be their early-down back and their goal-line back, but both of these guys are now low-end RB2s to me in that backfield so long as Fournette stays healthy. at quarterback – Tom Brady. Tom Brady is going to have a claim to the MVP if he continues to play at this level, and he surely has the narrative. So he's a quarterback one at this stage. The Bucks are a frustrating fantasy team, but they're good offensively.
0: On the other side, you got the New York Giants. Uh, uh, Evan Ingram. I, I mean, I don't know what are we doing. Evan
1: Ingram, who, who uh, had a the, the game winning uh, game winning first down go off his hands against Philadelphia. Um, uh, Evan Ingram is like fourth in targets uh over the last 4 weeks at tight end and like 17th in fantasy points. There's there's a, there's something lost in translation there. There's no way I want to play any of these running backs um Maybe Wayne Gallman as an RB three if Devontae Freeman doesn't play, um, but that might be a game time decision, and and you probably want to take that decision out of your hands since this is a Monday night game. The only, uh, I guess, you could take a shot on on Sterling Shepard or Darius Slayton as wide receiver threes, but this defense is one of the major reasons I'm picking Tampa Bay to go to the Super Bowl right now. Um, and and there is not a whole lot of appeal in the Giants for fantasy for me.
0: His name is Joe Dolan. You can and should follow him like I do on Twitter, at FG underscore Dolan. As you can tell on this podcast, nobody knows more about fantasy stuff than Joe does. And he's got about 10 guys just like him at fantasypoints.com. Use the code FEAST. Hopefully you guys are doing well in your leagues and DFS and all of that stuff. Uh, It is getting to be that time of year where it's time to make sure you make the postseason. Head over to FantasyPoints.com and use the code Feast. Other than that, totally stuffed, including the pancake sausage sticks I had this morning. We're done.